0: You're listening to Manifest with Sarah Prout, and that's exactly what we're going to do together. I'm a best-selling author and a manifestation and law of attraction expert. I've been teaching manifestation now for well over a decade, and I've inspired millions of people all over the world on topics and themes such as emotional empowerment, intuitive wisdom, and heart-based healing. So each week, I'll deliver you a brand new dose of inspiration and motivation to remind you that you have the power to create your own reality. Let's connect with the universe, activate the law of attraction, and manifest your dreams. Thank you so much for being here with me right now. Let's get started. Hello there and welcome back to today's episode. This one is all about signs from the universe. It was inspired by a message that I received on Instagram from somebody that just recently lost their grandmother. So my heart and my love goes out to anyone that has recently lost a loved one. And today I'm going to be talking about not only signs from the universe, but signs from beyond. Because we know that we're just physical physical people right now but we're spiritual beings we're here for the physical experience and the spiritual experience and that there is so much more to life than we can possibly wrap our heads around and so when we're seeking out that confirmation when we're seeking out that support from the universe it's so interesting the myriad of ways in which the universe speaks to us in this very very profound language So I recorded an episode, probably, I don't know, maybe 50 or 60 episodes back now called The Seven Signs the Law of Attraction is Working for You. And that was a very surface level podcast in terms of just taking the most commonly seen signs, but not diving deeper. So today we're going to be doing that and really dissecting and diving into ways in which the universe speaks to us. And one thing I want to say is that the universe will speak to us in a way that we're ready to hear. But sometimes we're not listening. Sometimes we don't know what to look for. We don't know those confirmation points and why we continuously start seeing the same things over and over again. Here's one thing that I know from working with thousands of people over the last decade, thousands upon thousands of people. It's that the universe will echo the message until it lands. You'll start seeing the same things Over and over again until you get the lesson and those lessons are sometimes magnified and amplified until we truly get it until it lands in an experiential level, because there's no point me saying, oh, well, this is what it feels like. You have to have the firsthand experience of what you experience when The signs show up in your reality because that's how you cultivate those levels of discernment and intuition when you see the sign and then you tune inward to really become aware of how it feels, how it lands in your heart. And, you know, some people experience goosebumps or butterflies in their stomach or the hairs on the back of their neck stand up. And that's so often overlooked when it comes to translating the signs and the messages from the universe or from loved ones that have departed that it's a knowing, right? It's not something that we just see and go, okay, well, I saw the number one, one, one. And that means that I'm going to manifest winning the lottery. There's so much more to that because manifestation has many, many subtle mechanisms behind it. It's layered. It's not just a one size fits all experience. It's All about taking in all of the different points of data to how you experience what is going on in your current reality. So to dive in today, let's first talk about messages from loved ones, messages from those who have transitioned afterlife, right? I know this might seem a little bit woo-woo and out there and people hold different beliefs about what happens after you experience the death of the physical body. Uh, for those of you that may be interested, I went through a near-death experience back in 2015 when I had my daughter, Lulu Dawn. The anesthesia wore off when I was having a C-section or the epidural wore off so I could feel everything and my body started going into shock, and. There's an episode that I recorded, I think it was a few episodes back now, that really outlines what I saw, uh, how I experienced this overpowering sense of oneness, that we're all connected to this beautiful golden thread that binds us. Anyway, that's an episode for another day. But I do believe, this is my own personal belief system, that there is so much more after we cross over and that life is merely a playground to experience the things that we need to as conscious beings, as souls that are here to grow. And that death is a new beginning, a new chapter, if you will. And there's so much confirmation from many different beliefs around the world, many different religious philosophies that can echo these sentiments. There's a great show on Netflix, by the way, called Surviving Death, and it talks about reincarnation, it talks about apparitions, it talks about visitations from loved ones that have passed on. And one of the ways that I've had experiences, this is what I'm going to share today, is that I've been having dreams of my deceased grandparents. I have not had grandparents for my for like the last 18 years. My nana, who I was the closest with, died when I was about 23, I think, so a while ago now, nearly 20 years 18 years <laughs> uh, and she sends me signs I believe in the form of the number 116 which was her address that she lived on 116 Linton Street New Zealand Palmerston North the house that she was born in she raised all of her children in the house that I visited when I was little or when we went back to New Zealand from Australia it's no longer there it's been turned into apartments but 116 was synonymous with the energy that my Nana carried. And so often I see a license plate with 116 on it, or i look at the clock and it's 116. And I'm like, okay, Nana's around. I can feel and sense that presence. But again, it's tuning in to feeling. How are you feeling when that happens? Uh, am I just going, oh, it's Nana because I mentally feel and sense that it's Nana or is it like a spiritual knowing? And that's the key difference to remember. So quite often if I'm having a tough day, <laughs> I'll see 116 and it feels like a confirmation and like a, a hug from my grandmother. Um, she gave me well she actually gave it to my mother and my mother gave it to my daughter, Olivia, a clock that she had. It's a little Moulin Rouge clock that she has, well, she had it for years. I think it dates back to like the 1930s. And my Nana was born in 1913, to give you a bit of context about her age and her lifespan. And I remember when I moved from Vegas to the Hamptons last year and I unpacked the clock, the clock started ticking and it was working. And at the time was the exact same time that it was, even though this clock hasn't worked in a very long time. At least fifty years I'm guessing, because it 's like a wind up clock, but i've never wound it up <laughs> i've never touched it, but it tends to tick when Nana has a message. My other grandmother, and I mentioned this in one of my previous episodes, which was called "I Grew up in a Haunted House," which I did that is definitely a story for another day. Go and listen to that one about an actual visitation that I believe that I have had with my grandmother. Uh, she died when I was 5 years old she was taken she was taken too soon she was in her 50s when she had a sudden asthma attack and she died suddenly on a golf course very unexpectedly when she was in her 50s and it was really sad because you know i have this sacred bond with my other grandmother but my dad's mother i never really got to know because i was so young but i do remember that she loved me i remember holding her hand and she owned a hotel, And she would take me to the kitchen and tell the chef that I could order anything that I wanted, which was fish and chips when I was about four years old. But that's really the only memory, one of the only memories that I have of her. And so recently I had a dream that she wrote me a letter and she told me that every year since she has died, which is a long time, I think she died in like 1980, 1985 or six, that she has written a letter to me every year since she died, documenting how proud she is of me. And in that dream, it really felt like a connection with a loved one. So I believe that our loved ones who have passed over, who have moved on, can still communicate with us from beyond. And I do believe for anybody that's lost a loved one, I hopefully this brings a measure of comfort to know that the the departure of the loved one is not the end and that there is so much more to life than we could ever possibly wrap our heads around so just to remember that but the universe the the beautiful omnipotent force that animates everything is always speaking to us it doesn't have to be confirmation from a loved one that has departed it can be it can be an animal or a totem symbol that shows up in your reality to give you that comfort that you are on the right track. And I'll be talking about that a little bit more after this message. Okay, so jumping back into signs, like I mentioned, animal totems or symbols might appear in your reality from the universe to guide you on your path of manifestation As an example, I went out for a walk this morning and this is something that I do most days and usually I see a sign or a symbol, whether it's a dragonfly or a hummingbird, which I have a story to share with you very soon about that. But this morning I heard this weird, almost frog-like noise from what I thought were some shrubs (laughs) and I stopped and I paused and I'm like, is that a frog or a toad? I mean, it sounded like a, a ribbit noise, right? And then I looked up. And it was a crow, a black crow on a light post, and it was talking to me. its I mean, it wasn't saying anything like, hello, Sarah, good day. <laughs> it was crowing, a crow crowing. I mean, there we go. What are the odds? But I had to stop and pause and really listen to it. And I got out my phone and I recorded it and it still continued to make the same noise And then I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look up the meaning because it felt significant. Now, someone could walk past that and not think anything of it. But for me, it felt like it signified something. So I instantly got out my phone after I'd finished the recording and I looked it up. And it said that if a crow caws at you, caw, I think it is, (laughs) C-A-W. It means that something new and exciting is about to begin in your life. And I thought, well, this is this is good news because most people could see that and feel like it's an ominous presence. But for me, it felt like I had to stop, pause and pay attention. Hummingbirds have been an incredible sign for me, especially over the last two years. I feel like I've lived in Las Vegas now for six years. And it's only been really in the last 24 months that I've had experiences with hummingbirds. When I was doing the 75 hard program, I would go for my walks in the morning before dawn. And I went on one this morning and I've continued to do so since the program ended. And I would see hummingbirds and the hummingbirds would almost fly alongside me. And it was like confirmation or uh, it almost felt like they were an emotional ally of sorts One of the first experiences that I had with a hummingbird was, uh, when was it? It was last year, probably around June or July of 2020. And I was so taken aback by this experience that I've written about it in my book that comes out in May 2022. I'll share with you the details when I can. (laughs) I'm actually going to be revealing the, the cover for the book in the next couple of weeks, which I'm so excited about. But there was this bottle that I got, and I've spoken about this before. I've written about it in blog posts and in my latest book. It was this company called BlueBottle.com. And on these blue bottles that you can hold water in, it carries the symbol and the frequency of something specific that you may want to manifest. And for me, I was looking online and I got this bottle. I thought it looked cool. It had like this sacred geometry symbol on there and a bird and a heart. I didn't pay too much attention. I just thought, you know, I'd love to uh, drink out of a glass bottle because I'm wanting to get rid of more plastics in my life because they can be toxic. So I just got this Cool drink bottle. It sat in my kitchen for, I think, a couple of months. And then one day I decided to fill it up. And the instructions are this you fill it up and you put the water into direct sunlight, and it activates the energy of the bottle. Even for me, this is a little bit woo woo and out there, right? (laughs) But I still did it. And then it was summertime when I started uh, using it this particular day. I was grilling vegetables outside taking sips of the water, grilling the vegetables for dinner, just thinking about nothing in particular. And all of a sudden I heard like this whirring noise beside my head. It felt like um, like a, a mini fan, but it was so close to me. And I turned my head slightly and I was face to face with this hummingbird. I could see its little brown beady eyes and it was just looking at me. And I'm like, whoa, this is like some kind of energy medicine. It felt like I was being healed. And I went inside. I told my husband, Sean, about it. And I'm like, I wonder whether it has anything to do with the bottle that I was taking swigs of water out of. And I looked it up. And sure enough, the bottle carries the energetic frequency of the hummingbird and hummingbird medicine. So I'm like, whoa, there must be something to this. And it felt like a sign. And then Sean and I were out on our balcony the next day and I was talking about it and how it made me feel uh, a sense of wonder of the fact that I'd received this message or this healing from the universe in this moment. And as we were discussing that, a hummingbird came up and did pretty much the exact same thing. And then it was only, I think, maybe three or four weeks later that I'd been working on the manuscript for my latest book, which is coming out, as I mentioned, in May 2022. And I'd left the door open in my office And I went to work the next day. I didn't realize that I'd left the door open and I'd finished my manuscript. That was the last thing that I did. And I guess I was so excited that I left my door open and I went into my office and there was a hummingbird sitting on the top right hand corner of my computer screen of my iMac. It was the weirdest thing. I've only ever seen hummingbirds flying so fast because they are the fastest flying animal on the planet. These little creatures that don't pour, don't often pause. And here it was, the day after I finished my manuscript, the hummingbird was sitting there. And it was flying around my office and then it would go back to the exact position. And I, I was like, what is going on? It was like a message of completion that... The Hummingbird was there to deliver the fact that, yes, Sarah, you're on the right track. You've completed this manuscript. It's going to be a very powerful, life-changing book. And here I am. I actually acknowledged The Hummingbird in the acknowledgement section of my book because it felt so profound. And what was really cute was that its little footprints sat on my screen for the longest time. I didn't want to wipe them off. And then we had a cleaning crew out and they they took the, the footprints off. But anyway that really felt like divine confirmation for me that I was on the right track. And that's what you want to look for. You want to look for those beautiful synchronistic moments that the universe is speaking to you either through animals or through signs of alignment like the number 111, which I've spoken about extensively on this show, or through natural occurrences like uh, rainbows. When I was in Sedona recently, this was such a powerful moment. I was feeling a little bit down because I found out that my sister was in jail again. I think I've mentioned that before. I won't go into the reasons. <laughs> but let's just say it's been it's been distressing. It's been a time of emotional upheaval for my family. And we were driving along the road in Sedona from where we were staying in this place called Oak Creek to like the the town area in Sedona. And I looked behind the clouds and I'm like, what, what is that? What is happening? And it was a flat rainbow, not arched, like a usual rainbow looks like, like an upside down U. This was a flat rainbow. I've never seen this before. It's when there are, and I had to look this up, it's when there are perfect conditions in the sky for the flat rainbow to take place. Usually there has to be some kind of weather pressure or some ice for it to happen, but it is a very rare occurrence. And for me, it was a sign of comfort from the universe that even though there's a lot of emotional upheaval right now in my life, and there still is, right? That's I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. There's some things going on in my life right now. But that was a message from the universe of comfort in my time of need, And the thing about signs is that only you can identify the signs that are personal for you and how they allow you to feel, as I've mentioned. Whether it's butterflies, dragonflies, uh, rabbits, whatever it happens to be, what I suggest is that you make a list of the signs so that you open up this connection to the universe. I did a, a post on Facebook a few days ago asking you guys, Do you sometimes feel like the universe isn't listening to you? Because here's the thing. The universe is always listening to you, whether you call it God or source energy or the force or the universe, which is what I call it. It's always giving you feedback. It's always showing you clues and giving you signposts and synchronicities. And a really weird one happened the other day. And I'll go into this right now. I didn't think I would, but I will. My husband, Sean, and I right now are working on an upcoming program that's going to be released in the next, I want to say, eight weeks or so. We've been working so hard on this program. We're so excited to release it to the world. We've been studying copywriting. And what happened was that Sean had a stack of books. He's been studying copywriting too. And one of the books was called Scientific Advertising. And as he scooped up the pile of books to take up to his office to begin his work session for the day the scientific advertising book dropped on my toe. It's the second toe in from the little toe and it cut the skin. And I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's annoying. And it was so strange. We we didn't put any significance onto it whatsoever. I had just a cut on my toe. And then later in the day, Sean showed me his toe, the exact same toe on the exact same foot had the same injury, right? He doesn't even know how it happened, and again i took out my handy dandy google or duckduckgo because i feel like that's much more reliable and i looked up meaning of injury on fourth toe and just so happens that it is in alignment with the product that we're launching it had to do with Relationship stories and connection with others and with the universe and all of that kind of stuff. So it was a beautiful sign of alignment, even if I did have to sustain a slight toe injury, that we're on the right track. It was confirmation. And here's the thing. Even when you don't ask for confirmation, you're still going to receive it. But you have to open your heart and your mind to be aware and to look for it, but not look for it obsessively or manically. You just have to trust the process that the universe is always going to open those doors and show you those signs in those times that you need it. Just like I did with my hummingbird when I wrote my manuscript, just like the toe injury, just like the the flat rainbow that I saw in the sky. Um, rainbows have always been by the way a sign of alignment for me but I want to share this story as well so as you guys know I went through Oh, well, you may not know if you're new to the show but I have had six miscarriages and I went through five in a row from 2014 to 2015 and then on the day that I was going to give birth to Lulu uh I was looking at the signs in the sky. I was looking everywhere thinking, this is my rainbow baby. (laughs) Where's the rainbow? Because I was booked in to have an elective C-section and we made the journey from Noosa, which is where we were living in Australia, to Nambour Hospital. (laughs) And I was looking for a rainbow. I was almost stretching my neck looking for a rainbow and it didn't happen. What I didn't realize is that the very next year, I would give birth to another baby, Ava Moon, who came... completely unexpected there was no trying there was no resistance I call her my uh, my effortless blessing and on that day that I went into spontaneous labor with Ava even though I was booked in for a c-section on the day that I gave birth to Ava the 16th of December 2016 there were rainbows in the sky for pretty much the entire day here in Las Vegas no sign looking necessary. It was right ahead of me. I went to the high risk pregnancy clinic where they were monitoring me because of my advanced maternal age. I was only 37. <laughs> and they said, your contractions are five minutes apart. You need to go to the hospital. So I packed my bag, put my shoes in my bag, you know, all the things. And we drove to the hospital and the rainbow was arched over the hospital where Ava was born. This was confirmation and a sign of a rainbow baby, right? So once again, trust the process. The universe is always going to be there to reinforce what you are in the process of manifesting. Some of the cycles of completion as well. This is really, really important to remember that life is cyclic. Life is seasonal. And that when we go through the motions of our lives, the ups and the downs, which are natural, as I mentioned, it's critical to honor the signs that show up trust the universe trust the signs don't second guess them just because you see the sign doesn't mean that the favorable outcome is on the way it's a milestone and a marker and a reminder a very sacred reminder that you are on a journey of self-discovery of conscious expansion and that the universe is always there to guide and support you in your times of need So that is it for today's episode. I hope that you found today's show insightful and in some way useful. And if you did, please take a screenshot with your phone and tag me on Instagram at Sarah Prout. That's where I spend most of my time. I love to share stories of what's going on with my family, what's going on in my life, what I'm in the process of manifesting. And of course, daily tips to inspire you on your own journey. And if you would be so kind as to leave a review, hit that five star button and let me know what's on your heart and on your mind and what you found valuable with this show. This is how I determine some of the content that I'll create in the future that will support you on your journey. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And until next time, happy manifesting. I have something really exciting for you. I just launched the Sarah Prout merch collection. There are t-shirts and canvases. There's even a pillow that has the manifestation check on it so you can see what it's like to sleep on a million dollars. I've also created a t-shirt with 1111 on it. There's one with a hummingbird. There's all sorts of different signs of alignment that you can wear and connect with the universe to attract your heart's desires. To view the collection, go to sarahproutmerch.com. That's sarahproutmerch, M-E-R-C-H dot